Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. This is Rob Moore here with a caffeine cast, a shot in the arm of motivation and inspiration. The best leverage and the easiest shortcut. So I suppose one thing I've dedicated the last 10 years of my life towards is helping people find a quicker way to make money in business and property and to become an entrepreneur and to quit their jobs and, and have a time freedom. And so I'm always looking for the easiest, fastest way to do that. And I believe the best leverage and the easiest shortcut to become a disruptive entrepreneur is not by becoming the 10,000 hour expert yourself. So if you've read the theory of the 10,000 hour rule, uh, it was probably referenced in Malcolm Gladwell's books, I think Outliers, Bounce. It suggested that once you've practiced, served, mastered 10,000 hours in any vocation, hobby, skill, that you'll be one of the best on the planet at it. You know, you'll be, you'll be great at it. And whilst I subscribe to that in so much as the more you practice something, the better you get at it. And if that's for a sport like golf, for example, then that's not anything you can outsource. You can't have someone hit the drives for you and someone, you know, do the putts for you. But in business, the problem with that is you need to be a generalist if you want to be an entrepreneur, I believe. So a bit of knowledge about sales, some about marketing, strategy, hiring, HR, accounts, managing events. You know, there's so many different functions of running a business that it'd take you like 500,000 hours to get the 10,000 hour expert at 50 different niches of being an entrepreneur. So how can you leverage that and shortcut that? Well, what about if you had 10 10,000 hour experts in your network? What about if you knew a master salesperson who'd been doing it 30 or 40 years and 10,000 hours selling all sorts of stuff and could sell for you? What about if you had a great strategist who'd been a strategist on the board to many huge companies and you had them in your network? And what about if you had an amazing marketer, an amazing MD? You get the picture. If you, in your black book or on your favourites on your speed dial on your phone, had 10 or more 10,000 hour experts then you've just leveraged 100,000 hours or more of specialism and your role becomes the generalist that leads and leverages the specialists. Now, of course, those specialists don't need to feel leveraged or employed because they chose to be the 10,000 hour specialist at what they're doing, whether it's a, a being a lawyer or an accountant or whatever. And if you partner with them, employ them, have a contract with them, then they get to earn and leverage their hours that they put into their specialism. But you get to leverage their 10,000 hours. Maybe you only put 50 hours into learning the basics of contracts, for example, if you're dealing with a lawyer, or you've got a basic understanding of profit and loss and balance sheets, but your management accountant's got 10,000 hours worth of experience in that. So really, your network is your net worth, and your network is your extended bank account, because you're going to be earning a share, a margin 
on all of the 10,000 hour experts that you partner with, leverage or hire. And those 10,000 hour experts should be able to command a high fee for what they do, i.e. bringing you a lot of revenue because they're the best at what they do because they've followed the 10,000 hour rule, although they might not realise they were doing that. So really, you're getting a margin on people who are charging the highest fees. And that's a huge win for you. And what specialists tend to do is specialise. So they're not good at necessarily leveraging and building these huge teams. If you think about Steve Jobs, you know, he had some of the best coders, some of the best designers. He brought in, you know, one of the best CEOs. And he realised that you need the best people. If you look at what happened with Manchester United, and it pains me to talk about them being a Liverpool fan, but this kind of proves it. I mean, the last year or two when, when Alex Ferguson, Sir Alex Ferguson was managing Manchester United, you know, he didn't have the best team. He didn't necessarily have the best players. Everyone knew it but undoubtedly the best manager. And uh, he was good at getting specialists together and getting the best out of them. And I think that's a good thing to model because you get the fun job, which is networking, hanging around with really smart people, learning from them. You're not operational or tactical. You're strategic and visionary. Therefore, it's the easiest hard work you'll ever do. If you ever have a problem, you've got someone to call who can get you out of it. If you know the best lawyer, then if you ever have any bad problems in other areas of your life, you've got someone who's going to help you out of a corner and so on. So I believe your highest key result area, the the kind of conversely and reverse engineered, the, the best use of your time is actually to not spend time, but to leverage others spending their time. And you put together the best team and that's an asset that you have for life. And I just think that that's such a great, uh, what, what, what bleh, look at me, spit out my words. I, I, I do have a three world records for public speaking and I can't even speak. I just, I can't stress enough how much that's such a great job. Like, you couldn't even call it a job. It's a bit like public speaking if you're into that. It's like, it's so much fun to do. It's not really a job. It's almost a cheat that you get paid loads of money for it. And if you become the leverager of the 10,000 hour specialist, then I think it's the same thing. You de-risk any issues. You've got the best people in your team, which means that you beat your competition. You're the sum of that network. So you ultimately get 100,000 or 500,000 hours worth of borrowed time invested. It's the most sustainable, real, non-get-rich-quick shortcut to making real money through leverage and not hard work. You get to fill in your flaws, all the things that you're rubbish at that you don't want to do, that you spent your life messing up and, um, you know, probably failing in other parts of your business or life because you've got these great strengths, but your one main weakness ruins them all. Well, now you, you get to fill in your flaws. You get to outsource the, your weaknesses, which means that, you know, you don't even have to try and learn to upskill in areas you just can't stand. You can just carry on doing what you love and get better at that. And I think that's one of the main reasons that, that my current businesses are sustainable, whereas my early businesses failed. And there's one common denominator in the failure and then the reverse of that in the success, which, of course, is always ongoing and never complete. So, uh, you know, I'm learning all the time. I'm not a guru. I'm not an expert. I'm a student. And I want to make that clear. But pre my progressive property and unlimited success and my disruptive entrepreneur and my own brand and my businesses around training and education and property portfolio, pre that, I failed as an architect, I failed as an artist and I failed as a pub landlord. And yes, they may have sustained me for one or two years, but actually I got myself into more debt. So, there, so you cannot, 
you cannot convince me that they were a successful business. And the common denominator in those three was me. And of course, no one's ever going to admit that to themselves when they want to be an entrepreneur, are they? That the thing that keeps failing their businesses is them. After all, if you, if you actually um, made that a truth, you, the smartest thing you should do is give up. And of course, then you have to put out your dream of being an entrepreneur. But then when I got into property, I joint ventured with Mark Homer, my business partner of Progressive, and we built Progressive together. And we bought a personal development company together. And he is the common denominator in the businesses that have succeeded. So I can't even take the credit. I wouldn't even want to take the credit because it's like, you know, if you create a, a recipe, a, your favourite dish, and you miss out some of the key ingredients, then you don't have the, the full range of taste sensations. If you have a meat pie with no meat in it, <laughs> then it's not going to work. So I would really encourage you to spend more of your key result areas and more of your time, maybe, maybe even up to one third of your working time on building your network, aligning yourself with the very best specialists who are the 10,000 hour plus experts to use a generalism or a stereotype, nurture those relationships, you know, get to know them well, know their values, really try and forge a a future asset with them. And I believe you've got sustainable success in business and life and de-risk any problems and challenges you have because you've always got someone you can call. And imagine a billionaire and what their speed dial or their favourites on their iPhone would look like. That's what you want to get yours to look like. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Uh, This has been Rob Moore. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything.